This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. So welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four pillars of freedom, time, financial, location, emotional freedom. And the brands started out with physician guests and audience, and now it's gone mainstream. So now we have guests that are non-physicians, high-income earners, business owners. And so today I'm happy to introduce to you uh, Liz Cortez, and um, she's actually a local SEO and small business coach. And I'm going to, today we're going to be talking all about SEO, story brand, you know, working with your spouse and um, incorporating faith in your business and getting focused. So Liz, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Christopher. Yeah, I know uh, what was interesting was we connected through Podmatch and, um, you know, like I said, we were talking and really the folk goal is to get the information and the education and ideas out there to stimulate discussion, inspire, motivate people. And so you have a very interesting bio um, around SEO. And before we get into that, tell everybody who you are and where you came from and we'll go from there. Yeah. So I am the oldest of four and I was a homeschooler. And there was only one doctor that came out of us four girls. My <laughs> parents probably wish they had all doctors and lawyers, all the traditional <laughs> things. So when their oldest wanted to start a business, um, after getting two degrees in college, they're like, uh, wait, no, you went to school. You should get a job. You should do all those things. <laughs> and I was like, no, I want to have a business. 
So I know people listening now, you may have that too. And you spent all this time going to school and you're probably thinking, oh, I'm going to do something a little different. So that's what I went. So now with what I do day to day with my husband is not what I got my two degrees from. It's different, but uh, yeah, I don't regret that experience. Um, The student loans got paid off through our company now and I'm, I'm thankful for it. But I, yeah, we, we've been working together for seven years before that. Like I said, I started business after I graduated and I became a fitness influencer. So that was back in the day in 2009. So that was a long time ago at the beginning when YouTube was the wild, wild west. Maybe it still is like that now and Google, but my, um, my husband, he was in the restaurant industry and just was ready to get out. And so that's when we decided to open up a marketing agency and we probably, I think, chose the hardest field, which is SEO. It's the most, I'd say confusing. Everyone's like, why Google and Google doesn't like me, doesn't show my site and it's frustrating ads and all the things, but the way his brain works is just perfect for SEO. And so I'm thankful seven years we've been working together and we've helped inspire other couples to work together too. So maybe someone listening here um, is thinking about that. That's our little gist of the story. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's quite interesting. I, I like how you referred to YouTube as the wild, wild west. Cause now it's, you know, it's, um, it's TikTok. That's the, the new thing. And, um, but, uh, you TikTok. Know- <laughs> oh, that's scary to me. <laughs> All the, <laughs> but yeah. I hear you don't have to dance. So doctors, <laughs> you don't have to dance on TikTok. Like you can actually give great advice and business or financial stuff over there you don't have to just dance is what I hear I don't have it yet (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah so I know you know for some people SEO is kind of you know these acronyms um people may not know what that is or maybe they need a intro refresher so tell people what that is and um you know how it can be used to you know better market your your services and you know increase your brand etc Yeah. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And what that really means is getting found on page one of Google. Now you might be thinking there's lots of search engines. There's Bing and DuckDuckGo. There's tons out there. But if you are an iPhone user, your iPhone, you are connecting to Apple Maps to get directions. You're also connecting to Yelp automatically. Um, and if you're an Android phone user, your phone connects to Google, which that's, I don't, I think the stats are like 60% are Android phone users. So it's connected to Google automatically. So when it comes to having a local business, and even if you're an online coach, like you're online, you can still have a local presence and have a Google business profile. You can still have a Yelp page and you can hide your address and you can be a service provider business. So that's the first place where I think it's just so important, whether you're local or you're a coach, you do want to have a local presence in your city and um, Google rewards you when you have a physical location. So if you have a podcast studio, like, and you rent out an office and you have a podcast studio, you could even use that as your business address, even if you only record podcasts there. But if you have a physical location, Google rewards you and they'll show you on more Google map searches when someone searches let's say business coach in whatever city you live in um they'll show you there or 
they're looking for a dentist, like whatever they're looking for, you have an opportunity to show up on Google Maps, but you also have an opportunity to show up below that where um, that's called organic search. So those 10 spots underneath the map section where your website can show up to solve that person's need when they Googled whatever question or whatever statement they were looking up and doing their research to most likely hire someone. People go into Google to hire people and do research. They're not going on Facebook to solve their biggest problems. You don't go to Facebook to find a plumber because your kitchen sink has exploded and it's making disaster. You go to Google. And so that's what's so powerful and why we love SEO, specifically local SEO, because local businesses just need more support. Like the past two years, we saw like keep hanging in there um, and stay around. And the ones that are fighting and doing these online strategies are, are sticking around and it's working. Doctor Doc is a personal lending solution designed by doctors for doctors. We understand that doctors' financial situations change faster than an insulin drip in ketoacidosis. And we also understand that doctors are the most reliable borrowers in the world. Through our proprietary algorithm, we're able to provide personal loans at great rates with amazing flexibility because we take into account your schooling, your specialty, and where you are in the medical journey. Doctors come to us after they've matched into residency and we loan for all sorts of personal reasons, from credit card debt consolidation to family expenses and medical bills. We speak with everyone who applies for a loan and offer fixed interest rates and flexible term options without prepayment penalties. If you're a physician looking for a personal loan, fill out our application form now. It only takes three minutes and we'll get back to you with a decision within 24 hours. It's always been a black box to me, especially search, because most of the time I've just been uh, just like niche down and kind of just focus on a particular topic. And but a lot of my friends, they're you know they're they're like into this, they're into SEO. So if just getting started, how you know where would someone get started with just online marketing in general? You mentioned SEO, but you know what other avenues are there? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if you're just getting started, having a Google business profile is where you can get started first. You don't even have to have a website. So, I mean, just like someone that starts a new Instagram page and they want to build a brand, they may start over there. But um, like it's, I mean, it's hard to get people to find even your Instagram unless you are using hashtags and you are really getting out there doing a lot of work. But right away when they approve your Google business profile, you can start showing up on searches um, if you choose the right categories and you fill it out correctly. But if like you already have a website and you're trying to figure out what, what to do next, how, because for most businesses, you need to get traffic to your website. And then that's what caused someone to schedule an appointment, um, come in or call you if that is your number one call to action. But what's hard is how do you get people to come to that website? So you either do paid ads, you either write blogs, you either record a podcast, like what you're doing, like you have books for selling your site and you have your links that are right here to go to your social media sites or the pages that you want them to go to. So you're guiding me where to go. Um, and 
So someone who's listening to the podcast or coming to your website already, they probably heard about you. They're Googling your name, they're finding you, but there's other people that need your services. And so then you want to show up for those searches as well so that you could help them and through selling your product or service. Yeah. Do you have more questions? I was kind of taught, but you can ask me specific questions. I'll share yeah. what really is working well. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned local SEO, uh, Google business profile. Um, another one is interesting is that, uh, is it better to do Google ads or local SEO? It depends on how quick do you need some cash flow. If you need cash flow right now, um, you might need to do Google ads because with a Google ad, you don't have to wait around. So if you're doing SEO and you're writing a blog, it could take up to nine months for Google to put that blog on page one of Google. So that's a long time to wait if you need cash flow now. Mm-hmm. Now you could show up for that same keyword that you wrote your blog post for today because you told Google, I want to show up for this keyword and I want to pay for it. So we met with a law firm last week and we found on that free just strategy call that first 15 minute call, my husband found a cool keyword. Law firms are super expensive for keywords. Also doctors, doctors, it's, it's expensive. So do you want to, do you want to pay $25 or $30 every time someone clicks on your ad? Like it's click. 25, click 25, click 25. And then there's a hundred bucks gone in the first 30 seconds that you had your ad. And so my husband found this really cool keyword just by sitting, having a chat, learning about some specific services that they offer. He asked some questions. He found a keyword that would probably make this, this firm a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. One keyword, it's $3 per click. I was like, what? So that's like, what is so cool? That just makes you get so excited. We found another keyword for a financial planner mm-hmm. that I here in San Diego, which San Diego is so competitive for realtors, financial planners. It's really hard to do even SEO or Google ads. Both of them are just super hard. And for a lot of big cities, that is not the solution for you. It's just too expensive, too competitive. And um, there's too many big players to really do either of them. But for them, we found them a keyword and boom, he has done so well this year with that keyword. And then we were like, bummer. We told him that on the free call that we did <sighs> and he applied what we said and did not hire us, but has made lots of money and fills us in monthly. Like just how thankful he is that we gave him that keyword and his team was able to write the blogs and I'm so happy and proud of him for applying that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gone through um, business profiles, uh, local SEO, Google ads. Um, Yeah. The other thing is, um, you know, if, for example, if someone wants to set up a Google business profile, what are some mistakes that you've seen with uh, people, first timers? Picking the wrong category is a big one. We, Uh, We were hired by a company up in Orange County. It's a biohacking gym with some really cool equipment. So it's a gym. So is it a fitness center? Is that the category? Is it a personal trainer? Is it, um, there's so many different keywords for your industry that's in there. And it's really important that you pick the number one top keyword. 
I've seen like chiropractors that were accidentally set up as a contractor, like Mm. building contractor on accident, a C for a C. Oops. No. So go double check your profile. Um, It also goes for on Yelp. It will also have categories too. So just make sure that your category is the correct one. So for years, Google did not have laundromat. Laundromat was not, that was our very first client we got was a laundromat. And there was like laundry service. There was different things. Um, Dry cleaner, I think was originally what it was back seven years ago, but they're not a dry cleaner. So they were the wrong category until Google changed. So Google's always changing categories. Sometimes they remove categories. So sometimes your category will change because they removed one. Sometimes they add them. So I think that is the biggest thing is make sure you have the right category. And if you're not sure, like that client I told you about, in Orange County, because I was like, should we call you a personal trainer? There was uh, 200 other personal trainers in that area. I counted how many fitness centers were there. I counted how many wellness centers. We counted how many um, were in that area. And then we helped kind of figure out. And we, after lots of research, we decided they should be called a personal trainer because you can't work on, work out on their equipment unless you're with a personal trainer. So it is one-on-one and we decided to go with that, even though personal there's a lot of personal trainers in that area. But within a couple of months, we were able to help them show on a Google Maps for their business. And now they've expanded. Now they're like combined with this other franchise and they're going to be able to grow so much quicker, which is really cool. Um, and they just they just worked with us for a few months and we were able to get them to that. So hopefully that helps with the first mistake. Let me share some more mistakes. Yeah, That's sure. the number one that I see. I think people always like mistakes because it gives you a checklist of what you can go change or you could just email your assistant, say, hey, go check on this and research it. Um, say another, another mistake I see is not asking for reviews consistently. Mm-hmm. So a big, a big part of anyone, every business, doesn't matter if it's online or locally, you need to be getting reviews consistently. And even if you only work with 10 clients or patients a month, I mean, that'd be crazy. Hopefully you're working with 40 new ones a week, right? (laughs) Like hopefully there's plenty, but we've worked with practices that, I mean, they have, they're getting 40 new patients a week and, but not asking for reviews. So the reviews does not line up with their, their local reputation. That's really great. And they're getting lots of referrals and doing amazing. You need to be getting reviews and having a system set up to be asking for those reviews and um, posting them up easily on the different platforms because that shows Google, hey, pay attention to them. And if you don't do it consistently and you just send out one blast email and you get too many on the same day, that's that's not good. That's that could show Google that it looks kind of fake and fishy. And I've been hearing Google didn't used to take away reviews, but I've been hearing lately that reviews have been disappearing kind of like how it goes for Yelp. So you know how Yelp has the hidden, those hidden reviews. It's so annoying because you work so hard to get them, but um, you still want to be asking for those reviews. Even if you're scared about getting bad reviews, everyone gets bad reviews. You can't make everyone happy. Um, And Like, so if you get some bad reviews, you just have to reply to them well, because if you are not able to make that person happy, well, the people that are reading reviews online, they're going to read what you wrote publicly to, um, 
share it. Of course, like you, most people listening are doctors, so you're not going to do anything against HIPAA. If they left you a, a review, you can publicly respond to it and you know what you can and can't say. Like, but most of the time, like if you have some bad reviews, that's okay. That's normal. It's, it's weird. If you only have five-star reviews, no one, no one's perfect. <laughs> well, those would be the top two mistakes that I see. So that, to review, that was, um, since I did a lot of talking, but the first mistake is definitely choosing the wrong category. And so you want to be strategic when you choose that category for that you actually offer that service and it's the best one for you. And the second is not getting reviews consistently. Those would be the top two mistakes I see. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some really, uh, important pearls of wisdom. Um, the other thing is, uh, okay. So what do you, you know, with your experience, what are you seeing as which online marketing strategies that are working really well right now with, after the pandemic and, you know, this recession that we're in, um, what are you seeing? Well, I, what I'm seeing, I have been seeing people opening up more businesses. So I'm happy to see that expanding. I'm really, really happy to see that. I'm also seeing a lot of people pulling back um, because it is a scary time. I mean, prices are going up and all over the place. I mean, every day we have not changed our prices and we don't plan on doing that. I just, I want to see more people not change it and blame it on the economy, yeah. like just do better service and work with more, more clients and patients. Like, you know, not everyone has to increase their prices all over the place. So I like to challenge that first of all, but second of all, I think now is the time to get more aggressive with your marketing. It is not the time to get scared. Um, and I mean, like Dr. Christopher, you're into finances and financial freedom, and I'm sure you took so many risks over your career. So I think now is not the time to be to play it safe. I mean, of course, you should have your emergency fund. You should have, you know, for business, if you own your own business, have that stuff too. But this is not the time to just hoard all your cash flow and let it sit there. Just like right now, stock market is on sale. Like, don't yeah. stop <laughs> investing. Don't stop with and fire your marketing company because you're scared. Only fire them if they're not getting you results. They should be getting you results. That's why you're hired. You hired them. They should be making you more money. And so that's what that's what I think people need to do right now is get more aggressive with their marketing because so many businesses are pulling back because they're scared. And mm -hmm. so this is the time. Think about in all the years. Who makes money in these times of recession? Dr. Christopher knows who makes money. <laughs> the people that aren't scared and holding back. They see the opportunities come up and that may annoy you and frustrate you. We're like, oh, just the rich people get more rich when this stuff happens. No, there's lots, lots of people that were smart. And we have lots of clients that did really, really well the past two years because they pushed in, they persevered, they made some changes that were scary and hard, but they partnered with great teams to help them make it happen. So that's what I really recommend doing right now. Um, but I know it's scary. It's, yeah. it's a hard time right now to know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually the number one piece of advice, Liz, that you give is um, in times in hardship times, that's the best time to grow and expand because everybody's running for cover 
And that's when all the best opportunities, 2008, 2001, 2020, now is the best time, you know, that's, you know, the stock market is on, on sales. So that's, it's like the best time. So, um, this other question is, um, uh, in terms of content marketing, how do, I guess, how do people, um, how do you think about that in terms of topics, uh, people say the niche down or in your special, how do you come up with particular topics? Yes. So first I think it's important to choose how you're going to create the content. Are you going to make a blog, a podcast? Are you going to do a YouTube video? And whatever comes naturally to you, I'd say choose that one piece of content. Okay, so pick that first. And then you can research. So if you're doing, let's say, like a blog or even a podcast, and both those ways, it will probably show up on Google. The searching for podcasts um, is a little tricky. Oh, sorry. I need to plug in my my computer. Ah, don't die on me. <laughs> I've never had that happen in an interview. <laughs> We're real. This is really being recorded live. Oh, um, <laughs> so first pick, where are you going to create that content? So I am partial to the blogs because Google blogging still works, but I really love podcasts because you can take your podcast and turn it into a blog and podcasts. If people enjoy listening to podcasts, I mean, you have your headphones in, you're probably multitasking right now. It's kind of like we're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's different than watching a YouTube video. You don't have to edit it. I mean, you don't, you don't have to even edit, plug it in my laptop or anything. You can just, you just do it. And if you are recording like an hour long or even 30 minute podcast, that could give you the 1500 words that a blog post that Google wants to see in a blog post. If you just record 10 minute episodes, it's really hard to create a long blog that Google wants to see because um, Google wants to see around 1500 words in a really good blog post. So that's how you're going to show up. So if you don't like writing, I'd say start with a podcast. If you do like writing, then start there. But whether whatever content you're going to create, I think you always need to do some research on what is that title going to be? What is the keyword that you want to focus on? And um, do that research first. And what is that outline, that talk going to be? Kind of be? Do, when you do that first, and we use lots of paid tools, but there's free ones online. Um, even like Google Keyword Planner, that one still works. And that's a free one that can kind of help you figure out what are what are people searching. If you start to type in like how to, uh, I don't know, how to pick a solar company, something like that. If say how to solar, you could see a list of what Google suggests or YouTube suggests other people are searching. And maybe that's something to talk about. So we get really, really deep into researching and what articles to create for clients, because if you spend all this time recording a video or making a podcast, but you did not work on the title, like you just spent a lot of time when most people aren't going to even see it, which yeah. that's such a bummer because you work so hard. Like, um, and so you want your content to be seen. So you have to play, play the Google game and- mm -hmm. Also, do you, do you want to create content that you're competing so hard that won't even show up on Google page one? 
someone already wrote like 2,500, 3,000 words and they wrote amazing blog posts about the topic that you really want to talk about, you probably should move on to something that's more niche, something more specific that answers a very, very specific question instead of writing that general piece of content that a huge company like HubSpot and Forbes and whatever companies already wrote about it and you're probably never going to rank for that topic so you don't have to waste your time yeah yeah it's all it's all about strategy um one last uh we're coming to the end but i really enjoyed this uh, conversation is um if people are interested in learning about seo copywriting or or seo in general what books have helped you with this area so there's a new book that I'm in the middle of reading right now, but it's very similar to what, what we've done through our agency. The book is called They Ask, You Answer. So I'm about halfway through the book and it's all about your content strategy. So it's saying they talk about answering questions that no one else is answering. They, they have this concept that most businesses have their head in the sand, like an ostrich has their head in the sand and they don't want to ask, answer questions about pricing. Let's say that. So they choose not to talk about that on their blog or on their website. It's mm-hmm. you have to get on a call. I'm high ticket. Like you have to talk to me. I'm not going to tell you pricing. So they, they talk about um, writing blogs, putting up, content answering all the questions you get on sales calls so it's recording your sales calls writing down every single question you get on a sales call or consultation call whatever you like to call them (laughs) um whatever whatever discovery call whatever your calls are consultation um write down all those questions you get and most likely you probably should write a blog about that yeah so i really like this book i'm new to reading it um and when you go to their free offer, they start emailing and calling you. So they're like <laughs> aggressive. But I said, yeah. be aggressive now. They're being aggressive right now. They're like, hey, let's grow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I really like that book lately, but I love reading. So I'm always reading a bunch of books at the same time. Well, that's good. So they ask, you answer. Um, and for all the listeners on the show, um, Liz's links will be in the show notes. And um, Liz, I know a lot of this really is really interesting conversation. Um, and a lot of listeners may want to visit your website, contact you, work with you. And so how can they do that? Yes. So I have a mini course that a lot of people like. I guess people like it if they like to learn and want to do it themselves. So if that's you, you can go to rebelfishlocal.com slash five dash hacks. So that mini course will go way more into depth what I talked about today, some of those mistakes and what you should be doing. It will, you'll get a PDF checklist and you'll get help through all those components, or you can have your marketing manager just watch it and apply it to your business. So I think that's the best place to go. Um, If that isn't your style, then we have a schedule call link on our website so you can book a time and I can look at your specific situation and give you some advice on what I think you should do next. Excellent. Excellent. Liz, uh, really happy to have you on the show. And, um, You know, for all the listeners, all your resources will be in the show notes. And so thanks so much. And um, we look forward to hearing about your future success. Thank you. 
I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week. Thank you.